Thank you for tuning into Sochcast. We hope you enjoy this uninterrupted listening experience. But before that, please do listen to these messages that come from those that support your favorite show. Don't you think stories told next to the fire add some mysterious edge to them? Just imagine, you're in a beautiful valley and the sky is filled with a million stars. The campfire is warm and burning bright. In the golden glow, I start telling you mythical tales from around the world. From the river Ganges to the river Nile, from epic battles to breathtaking adventures. I'm your host Anushree and you're listening to The Tales by the Fireside. It is a cold rainy evening. The great clouds are casting strange shadows on my window. And I am in the mood for some great horror stories. Today, I bring you the story of Japan's scariest and the most famous ghost of all time, Yotsuya Kaidan. Kaidan in Japanese literally translates to ghost stories. This story was a famous play in Japan's Edo era. So tuck into your beds, close all your doors and windows, and light a single candle in your room. You're all in for a long, scary night. Long, long time ago, on a moonless night, in a town near Tokyo, Yemon, an out-of-work masterless samurai was on his knees in front of his father-in-law, Yotsuya Samon. Samon was disgusted with Yemon, who could not take care of his daughter, Oiwa. Well, Iyamon begs, Please, sir, I love your daughter and I will take care of her in the future. But Samon demands that they separate so his daughter can have a better life. Iyamon refuses. Samon grows angry and says, Iyamon, you are not even a real samurai. Not even a real man. You, you are an embarrassment. Yemon snaps and turns violent. With one quick move, he stands, draws his sword and cuts his father-in-law down in the street. Nobody is around to witness this terrible act. Yemon comes running to his wife Oiva and tells her, Oiva, I just heard a terrible news. I, I, I am sorry to say this, but your father was murdered by some bandit. The young woman breaks down sobbing. She is heartbroken. She lost her mother to a disease several years ago and now this. Yemon comforts his young wife and says, As a true samurai, it is my duty to avenge your father's death. They quickly pack to search for the culprit and with Oiva's faithful servant Kohei in tow, the three head out to the new town. Once there, Yemon and Oiva start a new life. Though Yemon still could not find work, Oiva quickly gets a job in a tea house to support them both. She continues keeping the kind Kohei who she thinks of as a little brother. When she works and Kohei keeps the house in order, 
her lazy husband goes out daily making the rounds and telling the story of his father-in-law's vicious murder and boasting his vow of revenge. After several weeks, Yemon meets a very rich and very old doctor named Ito and his lovely granddaughter Oume. It is not long before the entire Ito family are taken in by Yemon's charms. They believe his words of courage and honor. Soon, Oume falls in love with Yemon and wishes to marry him. The old Ito loves his granddaughter dearly and wants to fulfill all her wishes. To lure Yemon, he shows him the rich and easy life. Selfish Yemon spends all his days with Ito in this sprawling manner, flirting with Oume and enjoying the life of the rich. Every night he would return to his small cramped house where Oiva was waiting with a modest hot meal. Yemon grows increasingly violent and ill-tempered towards Oiva as days pass by. One night, Oiva, Yemon's faithful wife, was excited to tell him a secret that she had been keeping for quite some time. To start the conversation, she asks him, "Dear husband, how was your day?" Yemon loses his temper and begins blaming her for their living conditions, for not working hard enough and for keeping the servant Kohei when they barely had enough to eat between the two of them. Yemon said, "It is because of you I am living such a miserable life." Oiva tries to calm her husband, thinking he's just upset about still being unable to find work. He calms down a little and she kneels before him, thinking the time is right, and reveals her secret. Yemon, I know you always craved for a son. I am pregnant with our first child, she said. Hearing the news, Yemon flies into a rage and storms out of the house and straight to the Ito Manor. Dr. Ito, I know it's late. But I just heard the news that my wife is pregnant. How do I get rid of her now? The doctor, blinded by the love for his granddaughter, comes up with a wicked, wicked plan. He gives Yemon some slow poison and asks him to slip it in her tea when she feels time. After a few days, Kohei the servant notices Yemon acting strangely and follows him to the Ito household. There he sees Yemon and Aume flirting. Shocked by this, Kohei hurries to Oiva's tea house and tells her about her husband. He asks her to leave Yemon and to run away to a far-off land. But Oiva loves her husband and does not believe the news. But out of curiosity, Oiva pours cup after cup of alcohol for her husband and mentions the rumor she heard. Yemon laughs, pushing himself up unsteady on his feet and his face. Of course I am having an affair. Ome is young, beautiful and rich. That is the life I deserve. Oiva collapses heartbroken. Yemon in his drunken stupor tries to find a gift for his new love. 
and finds a comb made of tortoise shell. He holds it up in the light to see it shimmer. Yemon, stop! Oima begs. Not that. It's my mother's comb. It's all I have to remember her by. Kohei wakes up to the noise and enters the room. He finds Yemon passed out on the floor and Oiwa holding the comb and sobbing. The very next day, Oiwa started feeling unwell. The knowledge of her husband's affair and the thought of raising a child alone scared her. So Oiwa stayed in bed all day. In one hand, she clutched her mother's comb. With the other, she gently rubbed her growing belly. Yemon did not leave the house that day. He stayed by her side and acted kindly. Oiva seemed to temporarily forget her husband's misdeeds. Her husband waited until dark to act out his plan. He brewed his wife a cup of tea and he sprinkled some poison into her drink. Oiva drank the poison tea and immediately started crying in pain. Kohei rushed to her side. What did you give her? Kohei demanded. Yemon stood over the two and refused to answer. You, Kohei spat. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. You have not found Oiva's father's murder because you weren't looking for him. It was you who killed Yotsuya Samon. You murderer! Yemon laughed. Oiva looked into her husband's eyes and finally understood what kind of a man he was. How could you betray me? How could you? How could you do this? I will never forgive you. I curse you. You will never ever be free of me. Oiva cried out again in pain this time grabbing at the right side of her face. Yimon looks on and thinks, Oh, I will be free of you soon enough. Kohei leaps to his feet to attack the man, but Yimon draws his sword and slices him. Kohei crumbles to the floor. Yimon wipes his blade with no remorse and says, It looks like I caught my wife having relations with the servant. No one can make me feel guilty for this. He walks out of the house confidently to live his new life. Oiva was utterly broken. She suffered alone. Her servant and friend Kohei was dead at her feet. The poison was eating her insides and her beloved child was fading. She grows bitter and shouts, I will take revenge on you, Yimon. No, you will never be free of me. Oiva crawls over to her mirror, the comb still in her hand. She sits down and seeing her reflection, she screams. The right side of her face was burnt and her eyes was drooping. I will go to the Ito household. I will tell them what kind of a man Yemon is. But I must make myself presentable. I cannot go like this. 
She takes the tortoise shell comb and combs her long lock of hair. But the hair falls out in a bloody clump. No, Oiva whispers. She slides to the floor, cursing Yamon, who takes her last breath. The following morning, Yamon arrives back to the house with some men. When they see the state of Oiva, all of them gasp in horror. Yamon tells all the men that she was having an affair with the servant and asks them to take a wooden bowl and nail Kohei's body on one side and Oiva's on the other and then toss it into the river. What a cruel, cruel man. A man who murdered his father-in-law, his wife and unborn child with no remorse. Yamon's life takes an upturn when he marries the beautiful and rich Orune in a grand ceremony. That night, they're given a luxurious room lit by an oil lamp. Orune yawns and says, I'm very tired today. She turns her back on her new husband and goes to sleep. Yemon begins to stroke her long hair and says, We have waited for so long to get married. Please turn around and look at me, Orme, he says. Yes, husband, Orme sees and turns around. In the dim, flickering light of the oil lamp, Yemon's eyes widen in terror and his heart races. The face he sees was not of the beautiful Orme, but Oiva, with her half-burned face and drooping eyeballs. He pulls away and a tangle of her hair gets caught in his hand. He yelps in fright, reaches for his sword and strikes the cursed face. A woman's scream. Yemon feels dizzy and possessed. When he shakes his head to clear his vision, he sees his newlywed wife Oume's beheaded head staring at his face with its bloody eyes. No, no, no! Yemon calls out. He hears the laughter of Oiva nearby. I curse you, Yemon. You will never be free of me. Oiva's face is reflected in the lamp nearby. He smashes the oil lamp and runs out of the room with the sword in his hand. He bangs on the door of Dr. Ito. Dr. Ito, please come out. Something terrible has happened, he says. The door opens with a strange creak, only to reveal Oiva again standing there in her nightclothes, disheveled hair falling out, her hideous face and an evil smile plastered on her face. You betrayed me again and again and again. You will never be free of me. She then throws her head back and laughs. Yemon was terrified to the bone. His breath was coming short. Please, Oiva, he stammers. And again he raises his blade and brings it down on Oiva's head. Oiva crumbles and he hears a faint laugh near him. 
when he comes back to his senses and looks upon the fallen body he sees dr ito's dead body gruesomely mutilated yemon runs from the house he was so terrified that he ran and ran and ran to escape oiwa's ghost but wherever he goes he could see oiwa's disfigured face in the trees in the fire in the wooden panes he then tries to hide in jungle with no people around and he thinks he has escaped her yemon was starving after many days of running he did not have the strength to escape without some food so he goes fishing in the nearby river after a few minutes his fishing rod pulls on something excited about the catch yemon pulls the rod but to his horror he finds the wooden board to which he had nailed oiwa's and kohei's body yemon screams falling to his knees the corpse of oiwa turns her head and smiles at him and she says yemon you will never be free of me yemon goes insane and jumps from a tall cliff If you watch the movie Ring it was adapted from this story I hope you're not haunted by Oyeva's face in your sleep until next time good night and sweet dreams Thanks for listening I hope you enjoyed this soulcast what is your soulch send us your comments on our Facebook page and Instagram page it's time for you to do your own soulcast at soulcast अपनी सोच दुनिया को सुनाओ सोच का